0: This episode is sponsored by Wonder Crate. Wonder Crate is a subscription box that introduces kids to inspirational role models, sparks their curiosity, and connects them to their own possibilities. At Wonder Crate, they believe who kids see shows them who they can be.
1: Each box includes a book from the popular Who Was, Who Is series that inspires kids with tales of true heroism, as well as stories of kids their own age that are thinking big and using their strengths to make a difference. Persistence, resilience, bravery, curiosity, learn about the skills they use to change the world. Then use your creativity to build a bridge like Leonardo, your curiosity to create a computer game like Bill Gates, or your bravery to write letters like Malala. Each box comes with a fun, hands-on activity to empower kids and connect them to their own possibilities.
0: And Kate, you've gotten some of these boxes. Um, what was the most recent one you got?
1: I have. We have right now the Dalai Lama box, which is perfect because we've had some big worries in our home (laughs) this (laughs) month. And so we we read the book and we made a Zen garden and it was really, really fun.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That sounds really fun. I love those books. That's a great series. It was perfectly
1: timed. My daughter loves that series. It's one of our favorites. Together, we can inspire the next generation to think big about the impact they can have in the world and the skills that they will need to pursue their passion and make the world a better place.
0: I love this. For each box sold, WonderCrate will make a donation to a child that is making a difference. That's awesome. It is.
1: Um, you get pictures of them and everything. Oh,
0: very cool.
1: Yeah, it's neat.
0: So to subscribe, go to wondercratekids.com and use the code SISTERS to get 15% off. One more time, that's wondercratekids.com, and use the code SISTERS to get 15% off. Boxes ship on the 15th of each month.
1: Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters
0: podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that
1: homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side.
0: Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Can we talk about your new book that you just
1: released? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell
0: me you were going to do that. <laughs> Can I put you on the spot? Yes. It's so cool. It's such Thank a good, you. helpful guide. Thank you. And it's you. available at your site, right? MyLittlePoppies.com.
1: MyLittlePoppies.com.
0: Do you want to yep. talk about it any more than that, or am I just making
2: you blush? <laughs>
1: You're making me blush, but it's my Lazy Unit Study 101 book that I had been wanting to write for a long time, just talking about how you can make super simple rabbit holes that don't make you pull your hair out, but that cross off all of those academic must-do worries that weigh in your mind. And I used it when we did Kindred. I had it there and people who attended the conference received a copy and I finally figured out how to get it up on my site for people to purchase because there had been people asking. And that's one of those technical things that I, it took me a little bit.
0: (laughs) I know that's what's so interesting is like sometimes when we're doing this, like the writing and putting it together part is not the hardest part. The hardest part is figuring out like how to put it together into the right format and then make sure that people can actually get it sent to them without a bunch of weird email craziness. It's
1: it's crazy. It's a crazy technical world. And then someone just asked me if I have samples and I was like, I don't know how to do that. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm going to have samples up anytime soon, but...
0: You, you could just be like...
1: Every time you do one technical thing, you're like, oh, now there's another. I know.
0: I know. You could just be like, okay, well, for example, um, just write Can it, it, it in the email. you know. Shots my house? <laughs> that would work. That would totally work because you guys do this yeah. all the time. So it's like the perfect book for you to write and share. So yeah. I'm proud Thank of you, you, sister. That's very Thank cool.
2: Thank
0: you. <laughs> um, okay, so housekeeping we just wanted to ask people to subscribe if they're not subscribed to our podcast because Good. we found out that's one of the ways to help people find us is to actually have people subscribe instead of just listen to the episode oh and also to download the episode to
1: download the episode even yeah. if you delete it right after yeah <laughs> to it's, save space on your phone not that i know anything about that
0: isn't that funny <laughs> that that would my, oh. my cat just fell out of a window
1: I could see the whole curtains move.
0: <laughs> George is joining us on the podcast today. He just fell out of a window. Are you okay? Yeah, he's fine. He's good.
1: <laughs> that was hilarious. Poor guy. So, yeah. If only there was a way for us to do bloopers, like oh, a blooper I know. episode, that would be hysterical. Well,
0: last week your dog was trying to get in using her head, right? Like yep. shoving the door open. I had
1: the time the turkey. <gasps>
0: That's right. The fox
1: ate the turkey.
0: We had the time that a car hit a pole in front of my house. Mm-hmm. That was technically before we started recording, but it was still. But still. Yeah, we've had a lot of weird stuff, and of course, all the all the kids stuff where the like our various kids come in asking for various things. That
1: can I can I make candles in the microwave? <laughs> um, that's a no.
0: <laughs> can I have chocolate at eight thirty in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> Our original episode when somebody came in, we were talking about homeschool overwhelm and one of your kids was like, we're out of bread.
1: (laughs) That was was the beginning of something special right there. It was. Just just keeping it real.
0: We need a blooper reel for sure. I I just wouldn't know how to do that. We need like a techie person who could help us figure out how to make a blooper reel because I think otherwise it would take like three days.
1: The time Alexa started talking when we were talking.
0: (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) I know. There's been a lot of weird stuff. This is turning into another flashback episode of the Homeschool Sisters. (laughs) 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 But today we are talking about... We've we've sort of... um, We've like made a list of some things that are common pain points that people keep asking us about. So we're kind of trying to address some of those things. So they're like Q&A episodes, except instead of having to be like from Donna in Pennsylvania, it's like from... These 15 people. I was just going to say 15 people. I don't know if it was 15 with this one, but it's like from a bunch of people who are like, this is really hard. What do we do about this? So
1: Right, because we started a newsletter this year, which is new for us. And one of the, so if you sign up for it, you get a question and the answers to those questions we really use and we keep track of them and use them for episodes. Yes. So they are things that are weighing on sisters' hearts and minds.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're trying to address them in an organized way, even though organization is not always Present. our strongest business skill. We've got a, we've got some business skills between the two of us. Um,
1: we do, but we definitely but don't cover all the bases.
0: <laughs> anything financial, <laughs> um, and we have a lot of Google Docs that we share a or lot. In,
1: inbox related yeah keeping on top of the emails
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like um we've talked about you know hiring a virtual assistant but I feel like what we actually need is like we need like a mom like a mom to come in and be like girls you need to respond to this email (laughs) we need like a bossy a bossy mom to keep us on track or something I don't know We need somebody that has the exact opposite skills of us and is far more stern than either of us because we're both just like, we'll figure it out. This is episode 67. We couldn't have gotten this far without, Uh, I don't know. And
1: if we had a virtual assistant, like what would you tell that person
0: to do? I don't even know. That's the problem. We need a virtual, we need a mom to tell the virtual assistant what to do. Mm -hmm. We need a lot of things, sisters. Mostly. Sleep. Yeah. And caffeine when we don't get that sleep. Cause you were up at three o'clock in the morning.
1: Right? I've been up since three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I went out, like I finally got out of the house for some fun and didn't go to bed till midnight. And then I had a visitor at three. Yeah. And then the visitor went back to sleep and so did the husband. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's just been me here. <laughs> <laughs> on the plus side, I have exercise and I'm dressed. And
0: You look great. I love your sweater. You have the cutest little top I put, on.
1: I put like an outfit on.
0: You, yeah. You look super together. I was going to go to the accountant today and I was like, oh, I have to wear real pants. Do you know how long it took me to do my taxes? I don't
1: think I have real pants anymore. Okay, I think sisters. I just have
0: jeans and leggings. This is something that the sisters can help us with. Sisters, how do I keep track of my income and expenses? Because <laughs> I literally had a Ziploc bag full of receipts. And I made my husband pick up file folders last night so I could put the receipts in a file folder so I looked slightly more professional <laughs> because I don't think I have real pants to wear. I'm very concerned just, about this.
1: Just show up with your Ziploc baggie. Right?
0: Here you go. Here's sorted. my Ziploc bag that doesn't close. <laughs> it's not even the right size Ziploc bag. Because
1: they never do.
0: Yeah. Could you please um, just trust me on this? <laughs> that I I, I rented a car. I have the confirmation receipt. I had to like call Enterprise and be like, Hi, I rented a car last July. Can you tell me how much I paid? And they're like... <laughs> Uh please hold. But they Uh-oh, told me Oh man. So it's all good. And I don't know. It's Yeah, anywho. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about today. But if anybody no. has any ideas, I'll totally take them. <laughs> Email me. Um okay. So, but what are we talking about? We are talking about methods and philosophies. We mm-hmm. get a lot of questions about this. How do you choose your method and philosophy? Um, and I think our, I think, I think what we're both going to say is probably going to surprise some people (laughs) because do you want to say it or do I want to say it? You don't, (laughs) you don't
1: have to, or you don't have to.
0: Yeah. Nobody, nobody says you have to. You don't
1: need a, like a license, a homeschool license that says I am Waldorf.
0: There is not one state in the entire United States that says you have to have a homeschool philosophy or um, even a mission statement. Why are people always trying to get us to write mission statements for things? I don't know. Just in general. I, I, I gave a talk last month in Virginia. And in there, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wrote a mission statement. And I call it my accidental mission statement because if somebody tells me I have to write a mission statement, I don't want to do it. I instantly rebel.
1: <laughs> That's like when someone tells me, or if I take a book out from the library, I don't read it. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. If it's a kid's book, I do. But, and in classes growing up, if someone told me to read a book, I'd be like, yeah, no. No. <gasps>
0: Oh, do you ever have that where people are like, you have to read this, you have to read this, and everybody's telling you, you have to read something, and you're like, no.
1: I'm not going to.
0: I will not. And then like six months later, I'll get it, and I'll read it, and I'll be like, this is so good. And then I'll be like, you have to read this, you have to read this. I'm a terrible person. Like, I don't, I don't want to do anything. It's so weird. Like, I'm such a rule follower. You have a little follower. bit
1: of a rebel streak. Well, that's what
0: I think we all have to be slightly rebellious in order to homeschool.
1: Definitely. You have a post about that.
0: Oh, I think the, I do. Pink the hair. Pink,
1: the pink hair one.
0: Yeah. See, it would be helpful if I named my post things that were like, this is the one where I talk about being a rebel. I don't, I'm don't. i not good at that. Another business skill. If we could hire somebody to do that, can you please go back in time and rename all my posts? Because <laughs> <laughs> when people are like, it'll help your SEO. I'm like, my what? <laughs> My what now? Stop the bus! <laughs> my huh? That's a search engine optimization, and I'm like, yeah. And that's all
1: I know about it.
0: I don't. That sounds fancy. I don't know. I don't want to do that. I just,
1: can I just write about the pink <gasps> hair, please? Oh no! One, someone two, hit a pole. Three,
0: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine police officers on bikes just rode past <gasps> my house.
1: Something's going down in the hood. But
0: they're all on bikes. Or it's,
1: or it's a bike race. <laughs> What is
0: happening?
1: It's a fitness program. And they're all
0: dressed alike. They're so cute. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. (laughs) So you don't have to pick a philosophy, but everybody wants you to. Everybody wants you to because it's easier because then they can put you in like a category. They can label you. Well, and that's the thing is like sometimes our kids don't fit into categories and when people keep trying to cram you into a category, like what I did was I, I went all in on Waldorf. And then when I wasn't doing it, like when it didn't look how I thought it should, I felt like I was failing. So then I went to the internet and I went to a Waldorf Yahoo group because I'm a hundred apparently. And <laughs> I asked my question. It still exists. I know, but do people still really use them that much? I don't know. I
1: don't know.
0: I feel like now everybody's on Facebook. This was pre-Facebook. That's like
1: AOL. Are people still on AOL?
0: I don't... Uh, my mom is. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is. Does that count? <laughs>
1: is it still happening or does she... Just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's like, I haven't gotten an email in 12 years. It's great. What happened? <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That's the only person I know on AOL. Um, but I, uh, so I asked in a Yahoo group and I said, like, you know, this is happening. Blah 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 blah. And the response I got was, now this is a case of a of a mother listening to her children too much. <laughs> I was like, what? If, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Because my son was really interested in music, and I was asking. I know it's not Waldorf-y, but should I take him to a class where he can learn about music? And it it would have been too soon by Waldorf standards to, like, teach him an instrument. And they were like, and I was like, but he really wants to learn. Now, here's the thing that's, like, interesting about this. My son is very musically talented. We don't know where it came from. Like, we have zero musical talent at all in our family. Um except for my maternal uncle, who was very good with music. But I mean, other than that, like, immediate family, zero skills. He's very musically talented, plays guitar, plays piano, like, um, composes music, like, really, really. And so this philosophy was telling me, like, don't do that. It's too soon. But that was such a huge thing for him once we, like, let you know, embrace that. So that's kind of what can happen if you get yourself tied to a certain philosophy, um, there's too many rules. Yeah. And decide that you have to like do everything in that philosophy in order to be doing it right or, Mm -hmm. you know, to be successful. So I just felt like, okay, well I'm failing at Waldorf. I guess I have to like try something else.
1: Did they kick you out though? I got kicked out of an unschool group.
0: (laughs) You did?
1: (laughs) Yep. Wow. I wasn't claiming to be full-on unschooler, but I was in an uns- a local unschool Facebook group. <laughs> like, there people are totally going to know. That's fine. <laughs> As I'm telling this story, I'm like, they, they might listen to this. Whatever. But I, they whatever. did kick you out. <laughs> it happened, people.
0: It truly happened. It's the Anne Lamott group. rule. If people wanted you to say nicer things about them, they should have treated you better. Like, tell exactly. your stories. If people wanted to, yeah, Anne Lamott. I
1: I love that quote. They shouldn't have behaved that way. So I was in an unschool group. (laughs) I was in a bunch of different Facebook groups, just kind of like, you know, pulling the best of what worked for us. And I had asked some sort of question and the owner of the group told me that she's read my blog and that I'm not an unschooler because we read too many books. (laughs) 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 And then I was kicked out. (laughs) Okay, was it like? Was like, um, what? What now?
0: That's yep. so odd. You read too it many was. books. We
1: read too many books.
0: Wow. You got kicked out of a group for reading too I many books. I got kicked out of a
1: group for reading. But just don't ask me to read something because I won't read that. But apparently, right. I read too many.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's the thing is like when you get, when you go all in on a philosophy, like, you can lose some of the best parts of like what make your family unique um, because you feel like you have to like meet these exact standards and then Mm -hmm. you know you're missing out on things like um, okay like again Waldorf and I'm not picking on Waldorf it's just that was my experience I honestly think Waldorf is a beautiful method for teaching your kids and I there is like a part of me that would love nothing more than to just like go all in on it. But the thing with that was like, it meant it almost meant we we sort of had to isolate ourselves from some stuff that like was really good, like our homeschool group. Um, But I found another mom in that group that really liked Waldorf. And so we did like a preschool class for probably like at least three or four years at our co-op that was like kind of drew from Waldorf things. And it was really sweet and and like we have the best memories of that group. So that was really good. But um, like Waldorf says, you know, no TV. There were people in that Yahoo group that were like, my child has never seen a movie and he's going to be 12 next week. And, you know, we're going to take him to like see a movie for the first time, like type of thing, like really strictly adhering to these principles that were, created before there was sliced bread openly available <laughs> on the market. I mean, by a man like this man created this before TV existed. We don't know how he would have felt about TV. Maybe he would have been like, well, Gilmore girls kind of awesome. Or like, <laughs> I like Downton Abbey. It's very refined, you know? Um, we don't know. Like we can't Get ask made. him. Right. He's super dead. So we don't know. So, And that's the thing about so many of these, like Montessori and Waldorf and Charlotte Mason and, you know, like... They're so old. They're all really old. So we don't necessarily know how they would be adapted. And I'm not saying that that's bad to follow something from a long time ago. I'm just saying that, like, if you feel like you're being limited because of these methods that were created, you know, a hundred years ago or more, like we love TV. We love watching shows together. We love watching movies together. We have so many good memories about that. And we would have missed all of that if I would have kept our TV in a closet, you know? And so it's things like that, that it's like, and you know, it takes you a little while in homeschooling sometimes to even be able to admit like, we love TV, you know, because (laughs) there is a lot of, that's why it's so funny that you got kicked out of a book because you read too many Or kicked out of a group because you read too many books. Because
1: we just like books. That's who we are.
0: (laughs) Right, right. And so you were saying.
1: And I think you can be an unschooler and read a lot of books. I think a lot of unschooler that you know. I think, whatever.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So you were saying too that you were like, as you were starting out, you were drawing from a lot of philosophies and kind of taking what made sense. For your family, and I think a lot of people do that
1: because our our kid that landed us in this land unexpectedly was very asynchronous and continues to be. Although it's leveling out a little bit now, was just I knew he could not fit in any of these boxes. He was afraid of television. Right. I, I wanted desperately for him to watch television so I could get a moment of rest, and he was terrified of it.
0: You should have you should have been a, a Waldorf a family. How should've. does he feel about pine cones?
1: He loves pine cones. See? hmm
0: You need to switch it all up right now. Today. Like yeah, our episode we were last
1: very, week. Very, very <laughs> declare myself a Waldorf.
0: <laughs> our <laughs> episode. We
1: really like TV. <laughs> it just it just took us a decade.
0: Well, you guys love Curiosity Stream. We and do. that's super educational. And so if you're following a philosophy from a long time ago, it would say like, "Don't use Curiosity Stream," but like, it's brought in so many good things, you know.
1: We're, we're uh, obsessed with it. It's yeah. so good. I watch it when the kids are in bed.
0: I mean, and I'm all like, these. Does anyone
1: want to watch this one about mushrooms? Nobody, nobody. Okay, I'll just put it on my watch list <laughs> for later.
0: <laughs> it's like your Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's your your mushroom documentary. <laughs> I'm just picturing you at night like, I can't wait to watch about my little mushrooms. Why? Because really, they're I fun, really guys. I such a dork.
1: <laughs> my husband's trying to get me to watch all these shows, and I'm like, no, that's going to stress me out. That's going to stress me out. I'm like, but I would watch this documentary.
0: <laughs> about mushrooms. Yeah. You, you. Don't
1: you want to learn about the journey of the snowy owl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. It's a good one. I do. I've actually seen that one.
0: Okay. My kids would watch that with me, though. They like owls. Um. Okay. Yeah.
2: Owls, always they like owls, owls
0: because Harry Potter, which I I shouldn't even bring up because that's so controversial anyway <laughs> in the world. But I mean, okay. So what I was gonna say though is like, there's other philosophies where it's it's kind of um. And I don't even know if it's homeschool philosophies as much as just maybe like certain people will tell you like, you know, any book that was made after you know 1950 is not worth reading to your kids. And it's like, but there's so many good books. (laughs) I just, I don't want people to feel bossed around, I guess. No,
1: just read what you want to read. There's, There's too many good books out there to have people tell you Yes. If you don't like it, put it down, move on. I had so Mm -hmm. many, when my son finally started, I shouldn't say finally started, he was an early reader, but when he was reading, like that was the best thing to ever happen to our family was when he started reading and it kept him so happy and so busy. And I had people on the street when he'd be reading Harry Potter, tell me that he shouldn't be reading it. (laughs) Yeah. Just stranger. So I was like, "Thank you for your opinion." Well, <laughs> would, but would you like to take him home without the Harry Potter <laughs> with him? How <laughs> about <that> it?
0: <laughs> and I'll I'll just go home and watch my mushrooms. Um, but that's the thing too is nobody knows your kids like you know your kids. You know what right. your kids need. You know what they can handle. You know everything about them. So you are the one who is in the best position to make the choices for what your homeschool is going to look like, and exactly you're the expert. And you care, you care so much more. Like, does the person walking down the street, honestly, (laughs) think that they like that they care about your child more? I could go off on a whole thing about this. Like, oh, I could too. Mind your business, Nancy. Just mind your business. (laughs) I do not need your insights on this. Thank you. Um, yeah. So but I won't. I won't do that. (laughs) We're staying on track. But
1: we could have a whole episode on Nancy.
0: Yeah, mind your business, Nancy. We'll just call it that. That'd be great. Somebody told us okay, our friend Anine. Janine is the
1: best. I, I was having it. a really kind of crabby not kind of crabby. We were having a full on flat out crabby day yesterday and that message was so perfectly timed.
0: I we love you Danine. You're the bestest. Um we should like include her message at the end of the podcast. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it because it was so good. And she said that um we need to do like a sisters after dark where we just <laughs>
1: You have to say that like just sounds so fun. Right. After dark. After
0: dark. Like, all all it means (laughs) is that we get progressively sillier as the day goes on. And our last episode, just because of different things that we had going on, we had to record at a different time than we normally do. And it was late in the day and we got a little silly and we've gotten like a lot of feedback that's like, just be yourselves. Like, just go for it. That was fine. And here for like the past three years, we've tried to be like, okay, next topic. All right. (laughs) Keep our wackiness in check. Right. And people are like, no, 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 no. It's okay. So.
1: Well, because we also get feedback that we giggle too much. Well. From Nancy. Yeah. It's Nancy.
0: It is Nancy. Mind your business, too mu- Nancy. There's too,
1: there's too much laughter.
0: I'm so sorry that we and like each other. Laughter is
1: the worst.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry that we like each other and are honestly entertained by each other. It must be when hard do this show for you to and I'm witness that. To it,
1: I'm laughing again. And it's, <laughs> you're not even there.
0: <laughs> I know. Last week I was editing in Starbucks and I was just giggling and I'm like, I don't care. I got I'm my. I'm the crazy
1: lady at the Starbucks table with the earbuds, just laughing.
0: I got my croissant. <laughs> Have you had the almond croissants at Starbucks? No. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm a sucker for almond things anyway, which is why I like that vanilla almond tea that I always talk about and everything. But. <gasps> so good. This
1: episode is sponsored by Epic. Epic has a huge library of more than 35,000 high-quality popular children's books, videos, quizzes, and more for children 12 and under.
0: Epic is perfect for homeschooling, learning, and curriculum with thousands of books on every subject and topic. Plus, kids can reinforce their learning through quizzes and additional recommended content, and we have found that it's really great for lazy unit studies, right?
1: So much fun. So many rabbit holes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They just pick a topic and there's always a book. (laughs) Um, And usually several to choose from. And... They can learn all about whatever they're interested in at the moment. And it's like right there at their fingertips, which is so handy. You don't even have to go to the library. It's
1: one of those resources that you feel no guilt about your children using because there's no apps or in-app purchases. It's kid-friendly and it's safe. And it's so it's screen time that's actually good for your kids.
0: And Millions of children around the world are using Epic, which I think is so great because we hear from overseas families all the time looking for resources, um, because they are English speakers and they're looking for, um, language, English resources in the place where they are that, where they don't have to bring, you know, hundreds of books with them in their suitcases and try to track them down in a country where English isn't the main language. So, um... That's really helpful, It's also
1: really great if you're in a rural setting and you don't have a huge library because it definitely,
0: with 35,000 titles, that's a lot. Definitely. (laughs) A lot of kids' books. Yes. Um, You were talking about um, why Epic is so safe, and there's a lot of parent features, um, including you can track your child's progress with a digital reading log. Parents can create personalized collections for their children through their parent dashboard. Parents can create up to four customizable child profiles per account. Um, and they have like books that your kids are actually wanting to read.
1: <laughs> so many good ones, like A Wrinkle in Time, Where the Wild Things Are, National Geographic, Good Night Moon. They have The Chronicles of Narnia and
0: The Velveteen Rabbit. And Curious George. Oh, I love Curious George. We love George here. So Epic is normally $7.99 a month, which is a great deal. But we have partnered with them to get our listeners two months absolutely free. So just use promo code SISTERS when you sign up for EPIC at getepic.com and you'll get your first two months totally free. That's getepic.com and use promo code SISTERS for two months free. Don't let people boss you around. No. Be you. Like, be your family. Like, who you are is okay. If you like TV, if you don't like TV, if you know, we hear a lot from special needs, like families about getting, you know, judged at like homeschool groups or like, you know, out at Target or out on the street or whatever, because people are just clueless sometimes like they just i don't and they're know they're
1: mean people can be yeah. really mean
0: and there's no compassion and there's no understanding and like i don't know i just um i wish that i wish that people weren't like that but they are and it's so rotten because like we know that those moms are busting their butts every single day and just trying and to, and they're do. the expert
1: on their kid. Yeah, and they're doing what's best for their child.
0: And sometimes that doesn't look how you want it to. Like sometimes you're you're doing things that like to help your child cope, or to help yourself get through a tough time. That maybe you know, it's like when I talk about how you know I started feeding my family like frozen meals at one point. That was like really stressful, and it's like I didn't want to be like we're having frozen pizza again, lasagna, frozen pizza again. Like you don't want necessarily to do some of the things that you need to do. But like in order to stay sane and in order to like get through certain stuff, you just have to do what you have to do. And I I wish people could be more understanding of that and look at a mom who is clearly struggling and be like, you know what? First of all, it's none of my business. And second of all, like you just buy her a cup of coffee. Like,
1: can I help you? Right. Would be then the right thing to do.
0: Right. Right. I mean, yeah. Okay, we got to move on to Nancy. something nicer. Now I'm, I'm getting, getting all, a little
1: fired up. I'm getting
0: all <laughs> fired up. Homeschool sisters fired up. So you don't have to choose a philosophy. Um, okay, but what if you want support? Like, what if you want support in what you're doing? Where do you go? Because everything is so divided. It's like, you know, there's... Tons of different Facebook groups and everything else. So like, what do you do? Because you want to find your people. So where do you go?
1: I think it's important to understand that you may not find your people right away. In a situation like this where we all come into homeschooling for so many different reasons, you may not find a full group of people for a year or more. I feel like the last couple of years is when we have found people. Um, And before that we dabbled. So I tried, just tried different things. And if it didn't feel good, we left.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, um, I say this all the time. Um, I'm working on a talk about it right now that I'm going to give, I'm going to Talk at the Minnesota Homeschoolers Conference. I want (laughs) to go. The Minnesota Homeschool Alliance Conference on April 15th. So if you're in Minnesota, come see me. I will be there. Um, We'll put a link in the show notes. My friend Melissa
1: might come see you.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. So this is one of the talks that I'm doing there. Um, And it's about like finding your tribe. But I, I say this all the time. And it sounds kind of bad. It sounds kind of rough, but I honestly think it's better to have no group at all than to be in the wrong group. Um I do too. The wrong group helps you like check a box. Like we've done that before, you know, when it's been like the grandparents are worried and it's like, well, do they at least have a group so they're getting socialized and I'm like, yep, we have a group. <laughs> and every week as we're getting ready to go there, my hands start shaking and my heart starts pounding and I don't want to go anymore because it's all awkward and tension and everything else, but we have a group. So at least you're happy even though you know um so I think it's better, yeah, like you said, to if if a group is not a good fit, it's okay. And it's not you. I mean it like don't feel bad. Don't feel like, you know, I don't fit in. I feel like they didn't see how cool I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's hard to do. That's really hard to do. But
1: I mean. It is hard to do. But we're also teaching our kids to be themselves at an age that's earlier speaking for myself than I felt comfortable being myself. Right. I don't know if I explained that well.
0: No, I totally get what you're saying. And if, if you are in a group that doesn't work and you're going anyway and you're pushing through things that are hard for like the sake of your kids, your kids are still picking up on something's off with mom. Like kids are so like they take our feelings and like they can sense, you know, when something's going on. So if you're still going and it's truly like a bad situation, but you're going anyway. Cause you're like, well, at least we have a group or, you know, it seems like the kids have some fun or whatever you're, so you're pushing through what you're sort of inadvertently teaching your kids by doing that is when they have a weird feeling in their stomach, well, just ignore it and just go anyway. Like you're kind of teaching them to ignore their instincts. We don't want to teach kids to ignore their instincts. So Never. I think it's good to go, okay red flag, red flag, red flag, we're leaving and focus your energy on finding something new, doing something different than on like trying to make a group that isn't working work every week. You know, it's just, it's I not, agree. it's not worth it. Like we only have one opportunity to do this with our kids. We need to like, if we're in the wrong place, we need to just go, you know what? I'm in the wrong place and walk away and it's okay. I mean, it's okay if for a little while you're going to homeschool roller skating and it's just the three or four or five of you or however many are in your family and you're meeting people there and maybe they seem okay, but you don't know. So you're checking it out or, you know, whatever. You don't have to like, you don't have to commit. Like nobody's telling, well, people are telling you, but you don't have to commit to something that just doesn't feel like you or doesn't feel right. Right.
1: That's not why we're doing this.
0: No. So many of us are doing it because we feel like school wouldn't be a good fit for our kids. So just keep being a little bit of a rebel, like keep.
1: And be honest. We left a, a co-op this year and I really liked everybody in the co-op and I enjoyed seeing them. It was just the, 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 text and the teaching, the way it just didn't work for my kids. It's just not the way we learn to go through, you know, we like rabbit holes. So we, we can't do Paul Revere one week and the tea party the next week necessarily. We might want to just stay on Paul Revere. Right. And I just told them that. And there's no hard feelings. I still see them all.
0: Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes there are hard feelings and then that's sometimes there are yucky and hard And we hear from people going through that too. Like I just left my group and everybody got mad and mean things were said. And I have a post about that over at Simple Homeschool about um, when something breaks your homeschool heart. And it was about leaving a group. And I'm so glad now we left it because things are so much better now but it's really scary. It's kind of a leap of faith because you don't know if there's going to be something there to replace it. And so you're like, okay, great. Like I thought I'd just found people and found my group and settled in. And then now we're out on our own again. And that's a hard thing. It's hard for your kids. It's confusing. Um, So yeah, I think that post talks a lot about kind of what you can do next and how to um, how to talk to your kids about it, because I think that's the hardest part is when they're <laughs> when grownups ruin everything. My kids and I have that scene now around here, like when something like that happens, we're like grownups ruin everything because the kids will be fine and the yes. grownups will s- spend an entire Halloween party that's supposed to be fun fighting with each other. Super awesome. Oh,
1: I can't stand the drama.
0: No, no. Hmm. I'm reading a, well, I'm listening.
1: I I didn't like it when I was younger. I definitely, I have now in my forties. I'm like, ain't nobody got time for
2: that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of, um, somebody said once like, it's like middle school cliques and mean girls all over again. And it's like, if you're in a situation like that, that's all you need to know. Like these people are still stuck in middle school. (laughs) Like you can just let them stay there. Like
1: But you don't have to get sucked back in time with them.
0: Tight rolling their jeans and wearing their hypercolor shirts. <laughs> I with
1: mean, their colorful armpits. That was the worst idea ever was hypercolor shirts.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hi, I'm sweaty right here. Hi.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I don't know about you, but middle school was not the best time of my life. No. I had braces and glasses. <sighs> And I think a perm in eighth grade. Like, no, I don't want to go back there. No. I mean there was a lot going on. I don't want to have to worry about tight rolling my jeans. So anyway, I never
1: found it comfortable anyway.
0: Right? Yeah. <laughs> so philosophies and methods. If it feels better for you to align with something that has structure, that's okay. Like it can be super helpful to have something that says, like, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do next year. This is what's going to, you know. But I think we have to remember two things. One, a philosophy or a method is not a guarantee of anything. Like, two families can follow the exact same philosophy and method, and their kids can turn out wildly different. Um, it it isn't it's just like school it's not a guarantee of success, like just because like sometimes in our low moments, we think like I should just put them in school. I'm not doing this well, so I should just put them in school. but school isn't a guarantee of anything, you know like it's not like, okay, good, I'm going to send him to school, and he's finally going to stop having this hard time with math and fighting with me all the time. Well, no, I mean, he's just going to come home and bring home homework that you have no control over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sitting here laughing because yesterday I threatened to send them back. And I actually, you already know this, (laughs) when they were screaming, I was like in a box rolling down the road. My poor dog's ears were like bent all (laughs) askew because our car was so loud and they're all like "Ah!" at each other. And I just put on my blinker and pulled into the school (laughs) Just slowly drove into a parking lot, turn, a parking spot, and turned off the car. And they were all like, "Suddenly, it was like."
0: Whoosh. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time that we we went to go pick up Girl Scout cookies? And my daughter, like, we met her her Girl Scout troop met at a school, and so we were going to go pick up our Girl Scout cookies, and it was like ten thirty in the morning. And my son is like, mom, (laughs) did you hear me just said hello? My my son is like, mom, do you think it's a good idea that you walk in with your two homeschooled kids at 1030 in the morning? (laughs) And are like, hi, we're here to pick up Girl Scout cookies. And I was like, oh, yeah. Didn't really think that went through. That might look a little funny. We go back home and like DCFS is like, knock, knock, knock. (laughs) Everything okay here. Knock knock knock. Why aren't your kids in school? Um, because we needed twelve cases of thin mints. Thanks. <laughs> We're just a little hungry. Yeah. We 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 need we need cookies. Oh. So okay, yeah. Hungry,
1: hungry homeschoolers. We could link back to that one. Totally that was episode. with
0: Samantha from Radish. That was a good one. She helped that us was a good one. figure out how to feed all these people all the time. We wanna eat constantly. Yes. Um okay, so it's not a guarantee of anything. And there's something else I was gonna say and I lost it.
1: It might change.
0: That's true too.
1: Because what might be working really well right now might not
0: work later. That's true too. And be open to that. Don't like put yourself in this little tiny box and say, like, we're never going to change anything because your kids are going to grow and they're going to change and what serves them best might look different. So I think it's just important to stay open and to not, like, I mean, if you ever start feeling trapped by what you're doing or, like, stuck, you know, that's basically, like, a, big, a siren going off. Yeah. A big old beacon where you're like, wait a minute. I started homeschooling because I wanted to give my kids a personalized education and I can do that, but I can only do that if I'm not letting like a bunch of shouting voices tell me what to do. Yeah. Yes. And if, if I think of the other thing, we'll put it in the show notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes those thoughts just slip away.
0: Yeah, it did. It did. And now my my dog is whining, so it's the universal time that it's time to wrap this episode up. But
1: I know, and I haven't had an interruption from my one kid who usually interrupts, so that makes me wonder
0: if there are <laughs> candles in the microwave. <laughs> so what sisters never knows? We both have to go. But you can find uh links to everything we talked about today over at the show notes at the homeschoolsisters.com. dot com and we will uh we will leave the message from our good friend Danine, who we adore,
1: <laughs> she's the best. She's awesome. Make sure you keep stick around and listen to it because she's hilarious.
0: Yes, for sure. Okay, well, have a good rest of your day, Kate.
2: You too, Kara.
0: Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
2: Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. It's me, Danine. So I was waiting to leave you a voicemail for when I was sick because um, every year during the pollen season here in Texas. I get sick and sound like a 90-year-old man smoking cigars and drinking bourbon, and for some reason, I thought that would be hilarious to throw you off, (laughs) because I'm a dork. Anyway, I haven't gotten sick, so I haven't left you a voicemail yet, but I just listened to your podcast today, and it was hilarious, and I had a great idea. I think (laughs) you guys should start a second podcast and um, call it, like, the after hours with the homeschool sisters or the homeschool sisters after hour. <laughs> it's not like you guys are busy. You can totally get right on that, right? <laughs> I laughed so much today. Anyway, um, so that's my brilliant idea. And I felt like I needed to uh, tell you pronto and not wait until I got sick to leave you a creepy-voiced voicemail. So